0: Welcome, everyone, to my second podcast of Biz Connections. And we're at the uh, Pecatonica Tap House in lovely Warren, Illinois, on a nice Saturday day, the first day of August. So I want to introduce Tim Quinn. Hi, Tim Quinn. Tim uh, Quinn.
1: Uh, owner and uh, head brewer down here at the uh, Pecatonica Tap House in Warren.
0: Yep, thanks, Tim, for doing this. Uh, they've got an event going downstairs right now. We'll we'll film a little bit of bit of that later, they're doing a sign show. You're selling signs. Right?
1: Yeah, vintage signs. Uh, you know, we have our own signs through pecatonica beer, but uh, we, my brother and I, Tom, we grew up uh, collecting signs. So mm-hmm. we're just bringing some people together.
0: Cool. So I, I'm just going to go into a little bit of their background to kind of give you an idea of how these guys started, where they came from. So you kind of get to know them a little bit. You know, I've known Tim and Tom for a few years and uh, I just want to kind of touch on their background a little bit so tim i guess where, where'd you grow up
1: i grew up outside of gratiot wisconsin between gratiot and south wayne right on highway 11 uh grew up mm-hmm. on a dairy farm there like a lot of people in wisconsin
0: that's right yep right yep. on highway 11 Yep. and big family
1: yeah big family uh uh three brothers okay uh, yeah
0: yeah you, twin. Never, you never fought
1: Oh, no, we fought a lot you know that's that, there was always plenty of uh weapons around the farm too room handles whatever uh but no we we all survived and uh it's uh yep. it's a very very uh a good childhood
0: growing up on a farm yep any good memories growing up
1: yeah, a lot of good memories uh definitely you know uh the fall was always uh, my favorite time of the year uh on the farm a lot yeah. going on yep um and uh just you know it's it was kind of weird, you know, at that time, almost everyone I knew grew up on a farm. Now it's it's True. quite different in the area.
0: Yeah, you know, you guys, did you build hay the old-fashioned way? Oh,
1: yeah, little squares, one at a time, and okay. it was, uh, it, that was not one of my fond memories. Well, but, I said
0: the kids in this generation, that's yeah. one thing we kind of missed, unfortunately, yeah. But uh, so then as you progressed through, you got out of high school whatnot, you Went to college,
1: yep. Went to college. Um, went to college at UW Madison, okay, and uh, got a degree in biochemistry. So,
0: uh, okay, I'm not going to ask you any questions because I don't know anything about biochemistry.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think I, I still remember a little bit, it's been a, a few years back, but uh, the good thing is I used it for my full career. So, um,
0: what, what do you do now? I mean, what, what is your uh so
1: you know with the brewery I'm the, the head brewer and one of the the, the main owners that kind of just keeps things moving along yep. um but I also work for a pharmaceutical company on the east coast and what we do is we bring in pharmaceutical drugs from all around the world and supply it to the US market so yep uh much different than uh, farming much different than brewing beer but at the same time uh you know helping people out making sure that uh, yep. we stay healthy
0: yep and do you have a, you're married
1: Yes, right. I'm married. I have three wonderful children, and uh, yep. um, they—I have two that are in college, sure. and and one that is out of out of school and working as a biologist, biochemist, right now.
0: Yep. So then I, I know a little bit about how the brewery got started. Uh, you and your brother Tom were kind of the instigators, yep. if you will. So what? what and how, and, how, and just I... so
1: you know, this is a, a drinking interview, so. Um, yes we have some of this muska lager right here Ron, by the way cheers
0: by the way this is my favorite uh, they did actually the stout the stout i put it up there too but yeah this is my favorite so and you've probably heard the commercials
1: yeah and, there's a lot the of them out radio. there yep big yeah. radio and scott does a wonderful job with our commercials so yeah. real happy and and proud how the the company so has grown
0: we're, we're referring to uh 93.7 fm they have probably five or six different stations, but mm-hmm. uh, they, they really promote the, the business very well.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah they do. They're and, a great uh, partner.
0: Yep. So you and Tom started this thing kind of from scratch, really, right?
1: We did. Yeah. We did. And, and, and uh, Pecatonica Beer was not my uh, first company. So I started Hypothesis mm-hmm. a Beer Company out of Chicago uh, initially. And uh, after a couple of years of running that, I wanted a brand that was more local and, and i wanted to bring tom into the business and a bunch of the folks that are that are owners of pecatonica beer okay uh so learning the what we learned from hypothesis we started the uh, pecatonica beer company
0: what, what year roughly uh
1: this would be like 2013
0: okay so about 7 years about now. 7
1: years okay. old is pecatonica beer
0: so what what's the learning curve on that do you do is it how it's, do you how do you even begin?
1: Well, there's there's three levels. Um, you have the brewery, you have the distribution, and you have the retail. And um, learning not just how to sell a product because I've been in sales for years, mm-hmm. but the beer industry is a very unique industry. Um, it's very regulated uh, with taxation. It's very uh, family oriented when it comes to distributors, mm-hmm. and you really really need to understand who your distributors are because they kind of hold the power of what small companies like pecatonica or others make it and which ones
0: don't because what from our as a layman you know we we see budweiser miller yeah and obviously they've got their distributor networks sure right and you are going against the big boys well well actually we're Mm -hmm. actually working with the distributors
1: of budweiser and miller uh, so our product is being sold by Miller Distributors as well as Budweiser Distributors, depending on the territory, and we use independent distributors as well. Okay. And okay. we have a Pepsi distributor, which is kind of strange, but um, yeah, so different different distributors that we work through that can sell our product that have the right,
0: right. And, um, and,
1: legal and, means to do that.
0: And a lot of our listeners are, are very familiar with the microbrewery industry. It, it's just absolutely exploded. I mean, it has.
1: And frankly, I think it, it, and I'll probably get uh, in trouble for saying this, but there's, right now there's too many craft beer companies, um, because the distributors have a hard time taking on new brands. Now if you have a small mm. brewery where you're supplying beer for your neighborhood, that's great. Okay. Uh, but there's only so much shelf space in the uh, retail, uh, whether it's a liquor store or a grocery store. And uh, with this retail, it's difficult to get your product on the shelf. The good thing for Pacatonica, we started 7 years ago and it wasn't as crowded back then. And because it wasn't as crowded, we have a lot of prime, re, you know, retail space um uh locally. And mm-hmm. and craft beer is local. Uh it's hard to sell a craft beer a long ways away yep. uh from your brewery because that area has their own nice yeah,
0: their their own little yeah. their, their their hometown brewery is Exactly. Yeah.
1: Now there's exceptions. There's like you think of Sam Adams, you think of uh, mm-hmm. Blue Moon, you think of Lining Kugels. You know these great companies yeah, um, that yeah. were purchased either by larger companies have grown. Mm-hmm. You know to uh, national brands. So there are craft beers that that do that. Okay. They that, that grow beyond okay. their territory. Uh, but I would say ninety ninety five percent of them are, are very local.
0: Sure. And what attracts me to the to the microbrewery beers themselves are their their own unique taste. Um, the, the name brand generic, the Miller, Budweiser, Coors, they have pretty much a very predictable flavor, very generic. And these beers have their own unique taste. So, how many different varieties do you guys? So, do? We,
1: we we make, we do uh, five production beers, and uh, four of the five are lagers. So, we have an amber lager, uh, we have a dark lager, uh, we have musky lager, which is a Pilsner. We have an Oktoberfest that we make like a lager,
0: okay. and then so, the only
1: ale is an IPA.
0: So what's the difference between a lager and an ale? Uh, the yeast. The yeast.
1: Yeah, the, there's ale yeast and there's lager yeast. Okay. And lager yeast uh, ferments at a cooler temperature. Ale yeast ferments at a higher temperature, and, and, and the beer is created mm-hmm. faster. Yep. So with ales, you get like fruitier flavors. Um, you get um, much uh, different flavors than what you would get in a lager. Now, a lager, usually they're crisper, they're cleaner. Uh, they have less of an aftertaste.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: and that's what I like, and that's what Pecatonica beer
0: makes. There's okay, okay.
1: a lot of lagers.
0: So there's different, different. It, it's a recipe, a specific recipe. Sure. It, I I did a little research on the Internet. It's,
1: that's, it's, that's dangerous, the, Ron. The
0: heating, <laughs> I'm not even going to try to make my own beer, we'll put it that way, but... <laughs> uh, what is just give them a real simple layman terms overview of how beer is actually made. A lot of people don't have a clue how beer is actually made.
1: Yeah, that's a good question. Um, beer is made from four ingredients. You have yeast, which is either ale or lager. You have water, you have uh, barley malt or other grains
0: mm-hmm.
1: malt. And the last thing you have is hops. Now there's four ingredients, main ingredients. Okay. Now, if you make a shanty, you can throw fruit juice in there, like a, uh, a lemon shanty uh, for nice, refreshing summertime beer. Yep. People can put wheat in there, um, rye, all kinds of different malts. barley. Main the main one is barley. But at the end of the day, you can create all kinds of different flavors from that, mainly from the hops and the malt. So those two, by changing up the hop variety... Okay. and how much hops you throw in there and how long you boil the hops and when you throw the hops in. There's a lot of different variables. With the malts, there's literally hundreds of different types of malts that are, that are uh, roasted or caramelized to different flavors. Um, okay. And you can get them from different products, oats, barley, wheat, rye. Um, and, and most of it comes from barley. Then you have six-row barley, and you have four-row barley and by all the different variables that come through you can create very unique beers now the yeast itself uh creates its own flavors as well so there's three uh parts there and and frankly you you always need good water i mean you have to have you know purified purified clean clean water uh whether you get it naturally from an aqueduct or you uh modify the water before it goes into the
0: beer okay so there's a lot of checks and balances here when you're as you're going through lots of process. variables yeah and and once you have that formula down i mean you you you, you pretty much stick with the same formula right for that yeah yeah beer. You stick,
1: and that's one of the things consistency um to make a great beer multiple times is one thing but to make a great beer the same way the same flavor the same yeah. taste yeah. multiple times that's tough Now the big guys like Budweiser and Miller, they've done an excellent job. These guys have Mm -hmm. perfected how they they can make these humongous batches of beer and it tastes the same all the time. Um, And and on the craft beer side, you know, a lot of craft beer zealots, you know, they they don't talk very well (laughs) about the domestic beers. I mean, I I truly, from a manufacturing side, my background in manufacturing, I truly appreciate what the domestic beers do on a daily basis to get that product in that volume in yeah. that consistency. It's it's a it's a, you, it's a it's an engineering marvel.
0: do, do the microbeer breweries talk to each other?
1: Oh yeah. Yeah we talk to each other a lot. And microbreweries um, it's it's like this little organization that mm-hmm. that they're very helpful. Um, and you know before I said there's too many microbreweries and mm-hmm. there are. There's too many. Okay. But we don't interact that like there's too many. We're very helpful. If somebody else needs hops, we send hops. Okay. If there's uh, uh, ways that we can help them get into a market, we help each other yeah. out. The problem is, I think the consumers are getting a little bit confused on how many beers. You walk into a store, even a small store like in Monroe, sure. ten thousand sure. people. There's probably hundred different varieties of beer in okay. each of the grocery okay. stores, and a, a lot of times, you know, consumers just they get. They get, you know, it's just overwhelming. Sure, yep. You know, what do you pick? Is there enough room there? And beer has a shelf life. So all that beer has to move through at a very short period of time.
0: So you've got to predict that, too.
1: So you have to predict that, too. So the supply chain is very important.
0: Okay. The name came from Pecatonica, where?
1: Pecatonica River. So, uh... My brother and I uh, grew up on a farm, and he runs the farm between Gratiot and South Wayne. Okay. And uh, very near our farm is the Pecatonica River. So we wanted a name that could be recognized regionally. Um, uh, and believe me, most people, unless you're from like this area, in so- southwestern Wisconsin, yep, yep. northwestern Illinois, they never heard of Pecatonica. They call it Pecatonica. And
0: okay. They think it's like a yep, Czechoslovakian
1: yep. beer or something okay, like that. Yep. So it's, it's been... Uh, it's been an education once we started growing beyond our our neighbors. And,
0: and if you've heard their commercials, what the heck have a peck? Yeah, so it, it does. It does work. Yeah. Comes in handy. Yeah. Yep. So now now the you've got this established, Scott
1: now. O'Brien from Monroe developed that. It's a very works, good works for Edward Jones. That's one of
0: the best. Uh, that's one of the best lingos I've heard. Yep. What actually. the heck? Have a peck. <laughs> um, Might
1: be on my T-shirt. Yeah. Somewhere.
0: So anyway, so they do have the tap house here in Warren. And you guys make your own beer here for the tap house itself?
1: We do. So we, we have uh, five varieties we sell on the shelf uh, all over the region. And we make about seven beers here. Mm-hmm. And these are some of our ales. Most of our ales we make here, the stouts, the porters. And we make an apple ale. We actually made a beer out of, uh, out of maple sap, not out of syrup, but fresh maple sap out Mape- of the trees
0: maple sap maple
1: like, sap and it's mm-hmm. one of one of our fastest selling beers that we ever made so we didn't use water any water it was 100 percent maple sap
0: so is that coming up this fall or is uh that it's a of- spring beer so spring you go out, yeah okay. like
1: when you go out and tap trees in the spring sure. okay. and I'm- our one of our local uh friends here in, in warren aaron smith he was uh he's a the, the town cop here in Warren and and, sure. and he makes some maple syrup on the side and, that's
0: pretty cool <laughs>
1: yeah he said hey I got some extra sap what can we do with it
0: so. be darn um I'm gonna ask you so you, when, when you make the beer here something a lot of people don't know the equipment that when you got when you set this up started from the scratch like mm-hmm. you did you made a lot of your own equipment
1: yeah right we, we designed it uh, so we, we engineered and designed it. I, I spent a lot of time in Germany for uh, my, my, I guess, what we consider our other jobs. Sure. Um, I work for a pharmaceutical company out of, out of uh, uh, Darmstadt, uh, yep. yeah. Germany. Okay. Uh, just outside of Frankfurt. So I spent a lot of time in Germany and looking at some of the old German breweries. They were gravity breweries, they didn't have any pumps. And the reason why is pumps collect and gather bacteria, it's a good place for, uh, yeah. it, to infect the beer and we we built a gravity brewery here at morn illinois
0: yeah it's it's state of the art i've seen it i've i've watched we my wife and I were fortunate enough to watch you make a a batch of beer sure it's pretty impressive
1: yeah the electronics we we built it everything um I mean, it,
0: it it's very specific i mean it, it's very um, high tech
1: yeah yeah I would call it and it it hasn't made a bad batch of beer yet that's the whole yeah. thing <laughs> um and uh yeah, we're, we're happy with the system.
0: So cool. Um, and then going on here, we got uh, – w- where do you see the brewery going in the future? Do you have any future uh, hopes, dreams?
1: I think uh, having a destination place for the city of Warren, the local people of Warren have really um,
0: yeah.
1: really uh, helped us out. And on Saturdays and Sundays we get a lot of people from out of town that come in to the area yeah. – Yep. because it's a destination and Warren, like many small towns, you know, it's, it's a struggle when it comes to the business, you know, there's, there's yeah. a lot of, there's a lot of, uh, good things happening in bigger towns and people like to shop there. But yes. I think we brought something to Warren where hopefully the, the locals are proud of. And, uh, I say locals, not only the city of Warren, uh, but at South Wayne, um, the Apple Canyon Lake area, Stockton, so many mm-hmm. people from the area come down to, uh, Warm brewery often,
0: and I, t- to tell you, I, this building was on its last leg when you bought it. It
1: was the it, the roof was literally falling in. It was a three story basically uh, three mm-hmm. story structure, the keystone building for the for the town, and mm-hmm. it was in a very uh, I guess it was in a state of disrepair. Okay. And but we repaired it anyways.
0: And they when, they when they if you know Tom and Tim, we call them the Quinn boys. When they take on a project, it, it's 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 done right, and this this is one of the nicest buildings I've ever be, been in. I've been in a lot of different uh, venues and facilities, and I'll tell you this: upstairs where we're at, we're at the we're on the third second floor second floor second here. floor, and we'll we'll do a little walk around later. But uh, you can rent this out. Right.
1: Yeah, you can rent out. We have, uh, on the first floor, we have areas uh, for smaller venues, like 30 to 60 people. On the second floor, we have a wedding uh, reception area that can, that can do uh, weddings up to about 325. So we're talking about uh, 30,000 square feet that we've already remodeled. There's a third floor to this that we've uh, uh, basically secured and stabilized mm-hmm. and did all the things that we needed to do that's still open. I think the next thing that we have to do is get an elevator.
0: Elevator, okay. yeah,
1: and for a little town like Warren, cost them an elevator for an a, a upcoming little brewery. They're pretty expensive.
0: I don't think anybody's got an elevator in Lafayette County. Yeah,
1: and we're not talking a grain no, elevator.
0: From. Yeah, yeah. So, and upcoming events, we're having uh, the Warren Pumpkin Festival is still mm-hmm. on at this point. We have, you guys have something going on. Yeah, here.
1: yeah, we do. We have a we have a wrestling uh, out of out of uh, uh, Rockford that are coming down here.
0: This this isn't. Uh uh, this isn't high school wrestling we're talking about.
1: No, no, this is more like wrestling.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is the yeah. stuff you watch on TV. Yeah, when I was a
1: kid, we used to watch a lot of AWA <laughs> wrestling with Hulk yeah. Hogan and Giganya and, and all all the folks like that.
0: And, and, uh, and they've done co- comedy nights here. They've they really do a good job.
1: Lots of live music, I'd say. Uh, Uh, For the area, one of the few places that have consistent live music.
0: And if you're doing, you know, with COVID going on right now, of course, a lot of places are having to slow things down. But I know through the wintertime, they've had uh, uh, jams. Yeah, Sunday jams. Yeah. They're just a blast. Uh, Musicians will come in from all around.
1: Yeah. Right? Yeah. We've actually had a couple Emmy uh, winning musicians here that snuck into here. Really? For our Sunday jams. And we can't say who they were, but they were here.
0: No, I'm curious. So sometimes,
1: sometimes you can see some very talented uh, um, players, and they just play for beer. It's great.
0: Maybe Tom will, Julie will tell me.
1: But uh, with (laughs) that said, uh, you know, COVID is a very weird time. It's a very serious time when it comes to how we interact with our friends and family, and hopefully everyone's staying healthy. Right. At the same time, we're going to get through it, and we're 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 structured here. Uh, since we did a lot of the work with our own hands that we don't have a lot of debt, so we're gonna be around and yep. we're gonna be through yeah. this and and uh we'll be here to yeah. have our place available in the yeah, future.
0: this this is one of the best atmospheres folks uh if you're looking for something to do what what are your hours roughly give give an idea where you so we're we're
1: are. focused around the weekends uh we open up on thursday uh at about four o'clock and we go until about ten it's a it's a work night so okay. you, we try to try to you know close down at a decent time and and friday we're open about four o'clock until about midnight saturday we open up at noon and we go until about midnight
0: yep they're very friendly bartenders yep friendly.
1: the more you tip them the friendly they They, they, are they are are. (laughs) but uh and then on sunday we open up kind of late we open up about two o'clock and uh we go until about seven or eight okay keep keep it light on sunday too. people
0: my age enjoy that for sundays yep
1: sunday fun day
0: um just closing with a couple of things I always ask people at the end here. Uh, what, was, what would be one thing people would be surprised to know about you?
1: I think uh, uh, the, the amount of what we do outside of the area, like the day job. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I, I, I had to travel all over the world. I don't talk about it too much. Um, but I, the, the thing that ties into the brewery, I got to go to breweries all over the place. We have a beer down here called Belgian Beauty. And that's because I went to about six breweries in Belgium, and uh, they were making these very light oh. wheat-based uh, ambers, and I, kn- I have not seen anything like that back in the states at all. So we brought that that beer back, called the Belgian Beauty. Um, I think you know the just the ability to to experience not only the uh, the beers, but uh, you know other cultures and things like that. Sure,
0: people we, you meet.
1: We we certainly try to keep this as a very open. Uh, a place for, for, for everyone.
0: Didn't you take a trip down to Kentucky?
1: Yeah, we took a trip down to Kentucky, too. Uh, again, other cultures. Um, uh, we we picked up some uh, whiskey barrels down there, and uh, we do some uh, barrel aging. Uh, so we make beers and set them in these barrels, and they take on some of the flavors of the oak and some of the flavors of the whiskey, and, oh, yeah. and uh, they make yeah. some wonderful... Uh,
0: down down south that's a big deal yeah. it
1: is they it is you know we we say whiskey they say bourbon and you know yeah, they yeah. We, there's a difference yeah. um, between the two but
0: and i'm going to jog your memory quick what about uh the, the miss america thing
1: oh jeepers um yeah you got
0: to hear this one
1: and i think it was 1987 i was uh an officer at the ffa and we went out to kansas city and um The national president of the FFA stayed at our farm. Our our, uh, uh, teacher was uh, uh, Mr. Meskey, Dick Meskey from uh, South Wayne. So he stayed at our farm for a couple days. So when I met the national president at the convention, he's like, oh yeah, you wanna meet Miss America? Because she was out there. And, uh,
0: Miss America.
1: Yeah. And so Miss America, and not, at that we're not, time. We're not
0: talking the Lafayette you, County Fair Queen. We're yeah, talking we, Miss we, America. You can, you can
1: figure out who she was, but, uh, it, it's, uh, I think it was 1987 at that time, maybe 88. I was, uh, Gretchen Carlson out of, uh, out of, uh, Minnesota.
0: And she was on Fox News. If you remember, for many years, many years, yeah, yep, yep. Very pretty girl, yep, Ooh, yeah. And you got to kiss her? No, I didn't
1: kiss her. She kissed me on the cheek. <laughs> no, I, I was a gentleman. Come on, don't <laughs> okay. start any stories here.
0: <laughs> anyway, one last little zinger here. What would be one, one, or if you could think of two, maybe, bit one, maybe one thing or truth you can pass on. You could just if you could pass on to your friends in the world. What would it be?
1: Um. I'd say the two things, work hard and take risk. And the people that take risk in a, in a studied way, I mean, just don't, you know,
0: don't, don't close have your eyes
1: up. and drive down the road. Um, okay. But work hard and take risk. That's the only thing that I can say. Uh, people wonder why, I guess, my brother and I, you know, fix these old buildings up in these little towns. And at the end of the day, a lot of times we're the landlord and nobody likes a landlord. So we, you know, so that's why we're moving into businesses like this where we're managing the building ourselves and sure. creating the opportunity ourselves. Um, th- those are the two things that I would.
0: That that's that's pretty good advice. Work hard and take risks.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because if you don't take any risk, you're not gonna. I don't know. It's just not fun.
0: Yeah, I always say people are either going through something or going to something. You want to make sure you're going to something.
1: Yeah. Right. yeah and enjoy that little ride on the way That's there right.
0: It's the ride it's the journey yeah. you guys have a, had a heck of a journey so far.
1: Yeah we have we I have want to, yeah. I want to
0: congratulate Tim and like I said we'll do a little walkthrough after this is done and and pair it up with the uh, video cast but I want to thank everyone for listening in on biz, biz connections and we'll have another episode coming up. I'll announce it on my uh, Facebook page okay I want to thank Tim. thank you and we'll talk to you later.